Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. going to say a string of words to you that do not feel real to me and I think that they are best heard sitting down so I'd recommend to take a seat if you have not already taken one um okay the string of words is this I have been featured in an article about Prince Harry (laughs) every single time I say that I want to either laugh cry or throw up so you know, I went for the laughter. I just felt like that was a little bit better to hear through the phone, through the earbuds, through whatever it is you're listening. (laughs) Um, yeah, I was featured in an article about Prince Harry. The link is below. This is not like a trick. This is not the simulation. Okay. I had, I have to keep clicking on the link to keep reminding myself that this part of life right here that I'm seeing in front of me on my laptop is not part of the simulation. Okay. This right here is real. Um, so big shout out and huge thank you to Sharisa and go and, um, the team at showbiz cheat sheet for quoting me and featuring me in this article alongside other experts, all of whom like all, all of us had slightly differing opinions from each other. So it was cool to read like very much a discussion instead of a bunch of people agreeing with the kind of the same thing, which was cool. Um, so I highly recommend reading the article and I got the link that, um, uh, it was published, I immediately sent it to my mom and I was like, oh my God, mom, I was featured in an article about Prince Harry. And she responded and she said it was great. So my mom loved it, which means it's a great article and you should totally read it. And I know that sounds very American Idol-esque. You know, my mom says I can sing, so I can. And I know that those people normally don't go to Hollywood, but bitch, that is not the case here. Okay. I got it. I did it. (laughs) And the article is good. You might not agree with what I have to say. You might not agree with what the other experts have to say, but it's still an interesting read either way. So a huge, huge thank you to the Showbiz Cheat Sheet team for including me. But I was going to make this episode regardless of whether I got featured or not, because honestly, I thought I wouldn't. So I wrote this dissertation to to, uh, the reporter. Thank you for reading. Um... (laughs) And I was like, well, she's probably not going to read it. Or she's probably not going to use it. So I'm going to just make this podcast episode regardless um, because, you know, hashtag content. So, and it's an interesting issue to discuss, you know, is it a good idea or not for celebrities to be handling their personal issues in public, which is what we're going to be talking about here. Um, luckily, <laughs> I only got quoted in a very small port capacity compared to how much I wrote to the reporter. So there's a lot more to elaborate here and and more examples beyond just like Prince Harry of public figures and celebrities handling personal issues in public and like whether or not that was a good idea or bad idea for them to do. Um, Disclaimer before like we really get into this is that 
these are real people. Like sometimes I have to remind myself that when I do these episodes, when I do case studies, when I talk about, you know, a move, a business move, a, a PR move, a marketing move that a the public figure, a personal brand or a business has made, like these, there are real lives involved here. And the reasoning that they made that move is like, that's their reasoning and they have a right to it. And it's not my mine or anybody else's right to judge. Just like if somebody gets plastic surgery, you know, like that's their body, their choice, right? So it's the same thing here, like their life, their choice, whatever they decided to do felt right to them in the moment. Um, and like, it's a lot easier to judge from a third party perspective than actually have to live through that. Um, so just want to put that out as a little, little disclaimer here of, you know, the, of acceptance and like this is not at all judgment this is just like from a third party perspective where i and anybody else looking from the outside in can see certain blind spots that the person who is in the situation can't see for a variety of different reasons whether that's emotions or you know trauma or um just like not wanting to see those things or not being interested you know so the first kind of point is like why do some celebrities air out their dirty laundry in public through like tell all interviews or or memoirs or autobiographies or whatever? And personally, I think that the design, this is something I said in the article as well, um, where I actually was quoted. Um, from my perspective, the desire to tell all, especially with people like Prince Harry, typically comes from the frustration that your story has been told by everyone but you. If you watched Harry and Meghan on Netflix, he says that there are deals being made behind the royal family's back by varying different tabloids to get certain types of material. There are sources, even people close to them calling in, giving information. Like everybody wants a piece of you quite literally because there's a financial piece of you that they get um, that they will, you know, spin or tell whatever story they want to tell. And then that has an effect on you as the public figure that is in this situation. Right. Um, so it, like I said, it comes from the frustration that your story is being told by everyone, but you, and there's usually some sort of trigger. Like in Harry's case, it was, you know, wanting to split from the Royal family because of the way that they treated Megan or because of a bunch of different things culminating from his childhood, like, you know, not being able to really deal with the grief of his mother, um, and a bunch of other things that he kind of endured as a teenager. Um, as well. And so that trigger is then followed by a sense of freedom to then tell all to the public, right? Something triggers it. You're like, fuck it. I'm just going to say whatever I want to say. And they say it. And we also see this with Britney Spears's post on Instagram. She's been very, very honest since the ending of her conservatorship as to how she feels about her family, how she feels about the conservatorship, how she feels about public feedback um, on, you know, things that she's posting or things that she's saying. Um, we also saw this with Selena Gomez's My Mind and Me documentary. Um, same thing with Taylor Swift's Americana, with Jessica Simpson's Open Book, um, and also with the upcoming Pamela Anderson documentary on Netflix, which I'm really excited about. Um, but yeah, we, we see this, like, I would say earlier, maybe from the... I don't know, maybe from like 2000s to the 2010s, we saw a lot of 
memoirs or books being written. You know, um, for example, a very common trajectory is or a trigger is, um, let's say you have the president and the first lady um, end their term, leave the White House, boom, they both release documentaries or memoirs is typically the approach, right? And that's kind of their tell-all into like the life that you didn't know we were leading or things that we were actually experiencing while being in the White House um, that maybe we weren't allowed to reveal or tell during the time that we were living there because of certain, you know, governmental uh, situations, but also in terms of like, there's a bigger expectation of like a, what you should be perceived as, um, in terms of a, a president or a first lady. So that's why you typically also see that being kind of one of the first moves of their independent, um, PR strategy, uh, um, and detaching themselves from the white house. Um, so same, kind of trajectory has been happening here with Harry and Meghan, you know, exiting from the royal family and then beginning to tell their side of the story through a variety of different media, um, whether that be a docuseries, a podcast, um, and also in Harry's case, a book as well. Um, and then, you know, diving into like pros and cons of handling personal issues so publicly, like what are those pros and cons to handling your, your public issues and airing out your dirty laundry in public? For me, as a personal brand strategist, um, but also as a creative director and a brand strategist for businesses, like I work with people who are already in the public eye in some capacity or aspire to have that sort of influence for themselves to utilize themselves for their business or just to become like an influencer or personal brand that then goes on to build other types of businesses. That said, we talk a lot about public perception and there's episodes on this podcast that mention public per perception as well. So I highly recommend listening to those um, that I will link in the show notes. But let's take, for example, Miley Cyrus's um, flowers, right? Um, the song is a big fuck you to Liam Hemsworth, right? Which can be perceived as like, okay, that's kind of a con. Like you're ruining a relationship with somebody. You are burning a bridge. You're maybe tainting their public perception, what have you. Right. But Liam Hemsworth up until recently was perceived as this very like lovable, soft man with golden retriever energy. Like that is the con slash, I guess, pro, depending on how you see it, to airing out personal issues or handling those personal issues so publicly is that you do shape the public perception of other people involved, whether that be members of the royal family in Harry's case or in Miley's case, Liam. Yeah. Um, so Miley's public perception, however, was mostly... Um, very negative after her infamous like VMAs performance. Um, she cut her hair. People were assuming all kinds of different things. Uh, when in reality she said she cut her hair and then she like donated that. Right. Um, she was associated with, you know, things like, um, very kind of provocative and vulgar behavior, addiction, all types of, all types of things. Meanwhile, Liam was like this amazing man, you know, it's definitely Miley, Miley totally fucked up. Like that's what the public thought. Um, she's been able to, however, successfully shift her public perception in the past few years to really become her own person, disconnect herself from Disney, disconnect herself from Liam and really anything else that was holding her back. She's like, this is me. If you don't like it, 
fuck off. Like, I don't care. I'm not going to try to, to, to appease you in any way. Like, this is who I am and, and I'm not everybody's cup of tea and that's okay. And the response to flowers, like it is the biggest song launch of her career. Um, very quickly grabbing number one on Spotify, Apple music and Amazon music along with other musical charts as well. So you can say that this is a success story of handling a personal issue in public for Miley. I don't necessarily think that if you were to ask Liam, is this a success? Mm, Probably not. There's rumors that the house that was rented in the flowers music video was used uh for Liam to like Liam was apparently cheating on her there we don't I I don't know if that's like a confirmed thing or not that is a rumor that's floating around on the internet so it's already tainting his public perception now um so that's kind of a con to that is that you end up dragging other people into it um but again that is a choice that we make and like Miley is is a person who makes her own choices and an independent person. And like, that was a choice she wanted to make and she wanted to put this out there. So, and for her, this is a huge, huge deal, um, for her career, a huge advancement in her career. I think the last, um, biggest like song launch of her career, especially on Spotify was wrecking ball, which was 10 years ago. So she's fucking killing it. Okay. And, not everybody is as lucky. You know, the cons are, of course, damage control and crisis management issues for you and your team as well, not to mention other people involved. Um, it can tank the public perception um, and ultimately the value of your personal brand. If you handle certain personal issues in public, you may not... Uh, then have certain connections that you've had in the past, like investors, brand partners, other previously interested parties that now no longer want to work with you. Great example of this is Sienna Gomez, who is a TikToker who was accused of sexually assaulting Jack Wright, who is another TikToker. Um, Since then, there were a lot of issues for her in terms of um, business development and personal brand development, um, because this is a huge, huge, huge personal issue. Um, I mean, it's a crime on her part. Um, And it was handled publicly, despite Jack's actually wanting to handle this privately and like go to the police and the court and like handle this offline. And she didn't necessarily want to do that. So um, that can then backfire and hurt you as well and wanting to handle certain issues publicly and again that is a choice that people make on the internet um cancel culture is also very real and people now are more ready than they ever were to uh cancel a public figure or an influencer so you have to be really smart about setting boundaries with your fans and defining what it is that you really want to be known for um so that you don't make moves that ultimately hurt your personal brand um we talk a lot about boundaries (laughs) with clients too like that's one of the for when i ask people like what do you want to be known for of course that question is very open-ended but we do discuss boundaries in terms of like what are things that you don't want the public to know about you um and what are things that you want to keep to yourself for whatever reason um, that can potentially avoid crisis management and damage control situations for you and your team also? Um, and then, you know, going into like my specific thoughts on like the Prince Harry situation and how he's handling family matters. Listen, Prince Harry's approach has caused some controversy and I don't necessarily agree with everything he's doing. However, and this was also a quote that was featured in the article, I don't think we have the right to judge what he's going through. 
Like, Harry revealed in Harry and Meghan on Netflix the rather curated performance, like I mentioned earlier, um, that's expected from members of the royal family in order to appease the tabloids. Like, that's a, a relationship that they have. And I'd argue that this was also the expectation that was held over him during the death of his mother. Like, he mentions that he really wanted to feel things and he couldn't show that to the public. So he's a hurt person and he has to deal with his family trauma in public most of us have the luxury of not having to deal with public scrutiny and family trauma simultaneously so most of us will never understand and that's why to me like I understand people contributing their opinions as like publicists or um you know, managers or team members that would work in these type of situations. I do think that in a lot of cases, it is very harsh feedback. Um, and we kind of forget that, like, this is a person struggling with grief who had to make a very difficult decision of leaving his family um, to move to another country and have to adjust with independent life and worrying about things that he didn't have to worry before and dealing with trauma that he couldn't deal with before. There's just a lot of things that we just don't understand and we have to be empathetic even if we don't agree with what he's going through. Um, and that being said, like the advice that I would give to Prince Harry moving forward with like healing within himself and his family is that he is currently in the process of creating an image for himself outside of the Royal family. Like previously, his image was Prince Harry, right? Connected directly to the royal family. And, you know, like I said, I know there's trauma and anger and grief there that he's healing from, but I think the more he mentions his family connections, to be really honest, the less opportunity he gives himself and his family to, you know, that being Megan and, and their children to establish their own independent presence outside of the royals, right? So, completely independent from his upbringing, independent from their life in the palace. Like, I think it's time to focus really on what Harry and Meghan want the world to know about who they are and really, like, back away from milking, you know, all of the things that are happening within the royal family. Like, start building your own life. Start building your own careers. There's so much possibility. They have so much power and status. Um, they now have so many new connections that they can, you know, start surrounding themselves by and maybe there's you know certain brands that they want to create or certain charitable foundations I know they're really passionate about that um or there's so many things that they can do that does not require them continuing to rehash like all of this um all of this trauma and situations with the royal family that they can just you know make the choice to to kind of move on from that and start their independent lives and raise their children together so I hope that this was an interesting inside look into, you know, whether or not it's a good idea for celebrities to handle personal issues in public and check out the article <laughs> where I was featured. Um, like I said earlier, there are other experts in there that contribute their opinion as well. That might be um, interesting for you to read also. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at KateMob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.